0: Gamers, it is a beautiful Saturday morning. The smell of bacon, pancakes, and eggs fills my house. And yes, I can smell again. I had COVID and I lost my sense of taste and smell, but now I can smell and taste bacon again. And it is episode 20 of the Time Attack Gaming Podcast, brought to you once again by myself, Big Gaming, and the illustrious Josh Uh,
1: Hey, how's it going, everybody? I wanted to say something different than like, yo, 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 because... Yeah, it's early. Show.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it is early. Uh, right. And, and yeah, right. And early. But it is it is a beautiful morning. And uh, Josh and I wanted to, you know, we're under a bit of a time crunch today, but we're doing kind of what Nintendo does. You guys know how Nintendo has like a normal Nintendo Direct and then they have their Nintendo Direct minis. This is like a time attack gaming podcast mini. We're cutting <laughs> some stuff out. We're trimming the fat, if you will. Yep. But some people like the fat on their food. And we happen to also like the fat in our in our uh, podcast as well. But this week, we're doing a Trim Down episode, and that's okay because we got some big things planned in the future. So bear with us. We still wanted to get something recorded, and we are going to have a fun episode because there is some cool stuff to talk about. Um, very cool. Very cool stuff. But, of <laughs> course, you know, Josh has been busy, and I want to know what he's been playing this week. What have you been playing?
1: Uh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, I actually um play a little bit of god of war 2018 today just to get oh are you like replaying it yeah i'm replaying it because i'm getting hyped up for god of war in the next couple of weeks so yeah that's like a lot of people are replaying that game yeah it's the perfect time and it uh yeah i just did like first 30 minutes of it fought like Baldur, and i'm just like oh my god this scene is still just as amazing and what's funny to me is just like you know like we're in, a, you know, like ever since this game came out, like a lot of people, uh, in you know, journalists alike, they say it's one of the greatest. It's one of the great God of War games, you know, yeah. ever made. Well, you know, some yeah. people say ever made, and then some people may feel like the other games are cool, you know. Whatever is your opinion is up to you, but um, but over like the years of like other like uh action games started to come out, I started to notice that people are starting to shit on the God of War's combat, and it's like they saying like it's not as mm. good and i'm like what the that's fuck are weird. you talking about what do you mean dude?
0: that is such an annoying trend and yeah. that's actually a really good point you brought up because this happens with so many fucking different franchises like right. i remember when god of war 2018 first came out right um everyone was like oh man this is so great god of war 3 was just such a simple-minded and and that game was just not good and it's like wait a minute yes it was god of war 3 was amazing like how are you guys changing the narrative all of a sudden where where the the last oh now this is the good one and the other ones are bad because this this happens in zelda all the time like with um uh with wind waker and skyward sword and shit like that like um it's 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 gonna get annoying and i have a feeling it's gonna happen with breath of the wild when tears of the kingdom comes out right that one was bad but this one is a good one now
1: no no, this this new one doesn't make the old one bad right and i think i think like was probably what it is it's like when there's a game that does like a quote-unquote soft reboot like god of war is uh even, even though you can play this game without playing the other games before. You can still have a good, good time without the need to play the previous games before it. But since like the combat system is, is, you know, different from the other ones, right. It, it, you know, there's always like people, there's people from sec from, you know, the set community. And then people who love video games in general, they'll say it's not as good as this because of that. And it's like, I noticed that there's a, there's, there's a trend where it's popular to shit on games that are well received and critically acclaimed just for the sake of it you know people want to put their you know their two cents and it kind of goes back to what i said before about like impact on the last previous episodes it's just like you know no matter how you feel like there's gonna be there's gonna be games that's gonna be better than you know than the previous game you played before but god of war 2018's combat is not trash it's not it's not it's not it's such a silly it's it's, it's, it's not trash it's not it's not dark souls not everything needs to be fucking dark souls hard, like I'm sorry if you like to yeah. be a fucking masochist or whatever, that, like, you know, you you love pain or whatever, but, like, let me stop before I start saying yeah. something. <laughs> I was, because I was Dude, it's hard to, not to. <laughs> it's hard I mean? not to on a rant. Because, like, as much as I do, like, Dark Souls and stuff like that, like, I, I do enjoy it, but I do feel like people in the community, you know, need to shut the fuck up sometimes. Like, goddamn. Like, you got people who in this community who would just shit on any other action game because it's not, like, hard. It's like, shut the fuck up, bro. Like, like, I've had
0: so many annoying interactions with the Dark Souls community, and and I don't like to be like that toward game communities where it's like, please just shut the fuck up. Because, like, you know... We've talked about that before, not like wanting to be open minded, but bro, yeah, the Souls community. I'm sorry, it's hard. You guys are insufferable, man. You guys are fucking insufferable, <laughs> and hard. and you, you piss me <laughs> off sometimes.
1: It's hard because like you know we we, we we're we, the funny thing is we're not like controversial people or anything like that. You know, uh, like yeah, we have our well, man. I don't me. I'm usually front and center. If I get my opinion out, there, I'm gonna get some back. I might not back left, but I'm gonna have some comments and stuff. Yeah. But you, like, put,
0: you put more of your opinion in right. your actual videos themselves like right um my, my my videos are more like kind of general explanation or lore videos and stuff like that but your your video content is is much more focused around like your opinion and your interpretation of like right. of, of games stuff like that
1: right and like i'm and i'm always the person who wants to go against the negativity or go against the yeah people who wants to talk who wants to make certain things a personality trait thinking they're cool and it's like yeah. shut the fuck up bro you was I just
0: <laughs> I just can't I just can't with the Souls community man no, I'm with it, you I can't yeah, it, it pisses it just pisses me off
1: it is it's annoying because it's just like from for, for cuz for me it's like okay I, it's fun that there's a game out there that's challenging and it doesn't hold your hand that's cool because it takes you back to an older time when games didn't hold your hand but then when you make it a personality trait that you did something great that other people or you're just backseating and trashing someone else because they're not playing the way you're liking or anything like that. It's just like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like Dude, that's what happens.
0: Literally it is just it is a pervasive backseat gaming of everyone who's playing the game it's it's not even like people are watching a player play. like people find out that players played the game a certain way online and then shit dog them yeah it's like bro, and, and, get and, a life man
1: yeah and it's like and it, it's like y'all don't have the same energy where you see people playing like Castlevania like back in the day go go play fucking Castlevania and then come back and tell me how hard that shit is or whatever yeah yeah. you want to play some punishing go play Mega Man 1 and and, and and play with you know limited amount of buttons and limited movesets go yeah. so come talk to me and and tell me how where you fare off like come on
0: (laughs) yeah i love how like i love how um like from soft as a developer gives the player so many tools yeah um in in elden ring to overcome their problems right and like the diehard souls community shits on anyone that that uses anything other than like a very small hand-picked amount of of uh yeah. weapons and armor that they deem like the right way to play the game it's like even it's like even though the developers like oh no we wanted to put all this uh stuff in to enhance player expression and 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 let players figure out their own way to to get past these challenges and stuff like that it's just like oh my god
1: yeah it, it, now it, it's turned into a dark souls rant here we right, go right and, and i just want to clarify like i am not shitting on dark souls People who play the games and enjoy them—that's I'm talking about the people who we're talking about the people who yeah shit, who, those we're talking about those toxic people of those communities who want to shit on other games. That's just yeah. not like that. Like that's just like the stand
0: community, right? The the, the souls, the FromSoft stand community, kind of. Yeah,
1: because like for me, like you know, with, with God of War twenty eighteen, like yes, you know, it's not game. It is not as I mean, the gameplay is is good. And it's not as gameplay it's not heavily focused well i mean the gameplay you you can still you can still balance it how you want to play it but like it's more of it's more of a balance between character characters driven dialogue and everything else versus the past games it was just purely action for the most part so it's just a whole different style of playing but are you are you talking about with god of war right i'm so yeah well yeah from like the previous god of war games in the greek mythology versus the one that's now. You Correct. know that's the only thing. That's that's the only thing. But yeah, I've been replaying like God of War twenty eighteen. I've been having a good time. I also checked out Resident Evil Village. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to check out that third person mode to see what it's like.
0: Oh, how is that? Because I'm I'm starting that Sunday night. Um, it is going to be playing the third person. It,
1: it's mode. it's interesting. It's kind of weird, but it's interesting. Like um, I didn't get to, I didn't check out the Shadow of Rose yet, but. I play like the first 30 minutes of it, you know, where you get to the village and get attacked is it, it it runs well. I'm not going to lie. It, it runs well. It's Good. smooth. It's just, you know, because you're so the thing is, like, you if you play your village, you're so used to the first person perspective and everything plays it smoothly. One thing I noticed for sure, like when you're playing as Ethan, like you can't see his face. Like, no matter how far you try to turn the camera or try to get it, like, he will... Yeah, he, he will, looks away. Yeah, he, he looks away. He will move his body the the further you try to point the camera away. You know, when you try to see his face, he just moves along with it and it's just like, oh, what? And then, um... One thing I did notice for sure, like, when it comes to cutscenes, the cutscenes do not play out in third person. They're all in first person, so... Oh, okay. It, it kind of does that. You know, if you remember in GoldenEye 007, when the when you start to play as a character, it does that thing yes. where it pans behind your head and you get the cutscene? Iconic. Yeah, that that's what it does, basically. So, like, they the way they transition it from third person to first person is very seamless. I thought that was pretty okay. cool. But, yeah. Well, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, and one thing I noticed for sure, I you know... I'm thinking, this this would have me thinking, because like when you play in a third person, like, look at that, and then look at Resident Evil 4's gameplay, and it kind of seems like like... Village is like using something similar to what I don't know. It seems like they're playing off each other as far as gameplay because like there's parts when you can actually crouch, and the the animation is very is very seamless and fluid. I'm just making up shit I'm just saying. <laughs> Bear with me, <laughs> but it's very fluid as with you know Leon's animation in Resident Before Remake. It's just something I just noticed. Oh, playing.
0: so are you saying that like maybe? Maybe making this third person mode was kind of um, inspired by the development of the Resident Evil 4 Remake. Right, make this work.
1: It, it kind, of, it, it kind of looks like that because, like, I'll okay. be honest with you, like in third person, like it's like the animation and the movement is so much more fluid than Resident Evil Two and Three combined. When you when you play it for yourself, you, you, you would definitely notice it. Like, oh my God, it's so you 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 would feel it, bro. And I'm not and I'm not trying to overhype it, but it's just you wouldn't notice it when you give it a try uh tomorrow. oh i'm excited dude
0: yeah no yeah. I'm, I'm 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 very excited um yeah i'm excited for the shadow rose i'm excited for the expanded mercenaries content and i'm excited to replay Resident evil 8 for the fifth time right <laughs> I, I played that game four times love it oh, yeah. Resident evil 7 and 8 are bangers dude yeah, yeah. just bangers
1: it it, it it had me thinking too i was like can y'all give us third person in Resident Evil Seven too? Then you might as well, Capcom. I'll play it again. <laughs> I'll play I'll do it. it. I mean, I'll play it again. <laughs> I'll play it again for sure. But yeah, it's it's definitely worth uh, you know checking out. I was yeah. I was almost tempted to get Gotham Nice, but then I I was like I'm gonna say I'm gonna wait until there's a sale. Yeah. There's a that's, uh, a
0: that's a wait for a sale. Yeah, that,
1: yeah. Here's something I thought that was funny. Uh, yeah. So IGN. I don't know if you saw this on my page, but there are two things I saw from IGN. IGN posted a mod of Spider-Man 2018 for the PC. Mm. And the the folks at IGN, they gave Gotham nicer a rating of 5 out of 10.
0: Yeah, they hated it.
1: Someone someone in the modder community made an emblem off of IGN's rating so they put the golf of nice font in the front and then the rating in the back and they had the whole clip of him swinging in around the city so the, the 5 audience.
0: out of 10 review score
1: was swinging around the city right and the funny thing <laughs> and the funny thing about it IGN posted it on their tiktok oh page My God, I was like y'all are ballsy
0: for oh my god dude that is fucking hysterical. I, I I guarantee you the publisher of Gotham Knights is pissed as fuck about that. Bro, oh, my God. Bro,
1: I cannot make it up. I was like, I, I did a reaction. I was like, no, they fucking did
0: Dog, I love the modding community, like, I, on PC.
1: Right. God,
0: then, that's fucking funny.
1: And then the, the second part that caught my attention, um... It's IGN again. I forgot the guy's name, but he basically said, "If you look at Gotham Knights, nice, if you really mm. think about it, uh, you know, you know, uh, there's uh Nightwing, Red, uh, yeah, Nightwing, uh, Red Hood, uh, the other Robin, and uh, Batgirl. If you think about it, it's literally Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Hmm. Dick Grayson is basically Leonardo. Red Hood is basically Raphael. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, the Batgirl is basically Donatello, and uh, Robin is uh, Robin is the Michelangelo, the young, you know, the young one. And I was like, they really do
0: fit that archetype. Like, wow i I never thought about that. I didn't in know, that way, but they fit that arc archety- like those those archetypes, right to a
1: T. That's what the I forgot the guy's name, but he says I want to make sure that he's uh, he, that you know, I want to credit a person who said that, it, but it's just, when he said that I could never unsee that. And it's like, damn, if this was a teenage mutant, if this was a teenage mutant Ninja Turtles game, I don't think it would have got the, most, uh, hate. Now, now that I think about it.
0: um, I will say, though, we did get a good TMNT game this year, though. Arguably the best TMNT game oh, ever made. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. segue there. Oh, up Yeah. I need to give that yeah, game a try. Yeah, we did it earlier in the
0: year. It's one of the highest-rated games of the year. Um, I played through it. I absolutely loved it. Oh, man. If you're a TMNT fan, like, I casually enjoy the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As a franchise. um, I have a friend, Gavin, who is a TMNT mega fan. Ooh. And this game was, like you know christmas for him so oh man uh yeah but um (laughs) it's it's funny how we just go on these these crazy offshoots i haven't even talked about what i've been playing yet (laughs) no that that was good though um and 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 you telling me that made me more excited to dive into that resident evil 8 dlc Um, oh yeah but i started bayonetta 3 oh man and holy shit that intro is absolutely batshit insane Uh oh insane even by bayonetta standards it's just like completely out there i'm not going to talk about anything that happens in the game the game literally just came out okay i'm not spoiling anything because you know the opening is going to be a surprise for people so Mm -hmm. i don't i don't want to spoil anything that happens in the game but um i'll have a lot more to talk about bayonetta 3 in the coming weeks yeah and we will talk about it um, but I just want to kind of let everyone know I started it. Um, and I also played the worst game of the year <coughs> this week. That's so. Hands down, this is this will be the worst video game launch of the year. Mark my words. Um, it's one of the worst video games that I've played in a, a, a very long time, a very long time. Uh-oh. And it, it it was it's something that's been in development for years. And I cannot believe that it's been like like to me it seems like something that's been in development for like 2 months. Um, yeah. and that is Resident Evil Reverse. Resident Evil Reverse is one of the worst multiplayer games I've ever played. It is a complete just mishmash of ideas. Nothing was 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 fully thought out um for this game mode and I'm not surprised that Capcom just through it, in. like I think Capcom is was very well aware of how bad this mode was, <laughs> but the problem is they already promised to give it to people with the purchase of Resident Evil Eight, so they just are now, f- you know, just kind of like, hey, okay, here it is, it's free if you have Resident Evil Eight, but dude, it is horrible. I mean, like, like I was I was hearing people say it was one of the worst multiplayer games they ever uh, ever played, and I was like, oh, okay, here we go with some bullshit hater shit online. And then I played it. Oh man. They're it bad. is bad. It is terrible. So let me explain it conceptually to um, the people that haven't played this. Um, like I said, if you want to try it for yourself, if you own a copy of Resident Evil 8, digital, physical, whatever, you can download Reverse for free. Not sure if Capcom's going to sell it. Um, as a standalone game for a price or not. Um, if they did, that should be considered criminal activity, in my oh, opinion. Damn. But damn. <laughs> no, obviously, I'm joking. But um, listen to this. So, people thought it was going to work like Dead by Daylight, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You like some, one person plays one of the monsters, then a team of like Leon, Ada, Hunk, you know, those characters yeah, yeah. try to kill it. That's not how it works. Um, everyone starts as a human. You collect randomly spawned vials on the map. And by the way, the map designs are pretty much just big open rooms. Okay. Um, and once you die as a human, which takes like two bullets, like you die insanely fast, oh, you damn. mutate into a random monster based on however many vials you picked up. And yeah. then when you're killed as the monster, that counts as a death. So everyone... Starts as a human, turns into monster, dies. You respond as a human, turn into a monster, dies. Everyone <laughs> That's happening to everyone at the same time. Matches turn into a complete nonsensical mess where the only thing that matters is if you've been able to pick up the randomly spawned vials so you get turned into, like, fucking Nemesis or something like that, yeah. or Super Tyrant. Um, Dude, it... it I mean, look, I encourage everyone to form their own opinion and I encourage everyone if you have the ability to try the game out for yourself, do not purchase this game to try it out for yourself. Do not purchase Resident Evil 8 with the intention of wanting to play reverse like buy Resident Evil 8 because you want to play Resident Evil 8. But uh, reverse is so completely unfinished. I am not surprised that Mm. this to to learn that this game has been in development hell, Um I mean, it, it doesn't even feel like an alpha for a game. It, <laughs> uh, dude, I wish I had one nice thing to say about it. And, <laughs> and, saying, okay, and, it. and there like there's no next-gen version. So I'm sitting here on my new Xbox playing the game at, like, fucking... And, and, and it looks horrendous. It looks so ugly. Like because it's only the ps4 and xbox one version and now you might think oh wait a minute but resident evil 8 and resident evil 2 and 3 looked great on ps4 and xbox one yeah they did this does not (laughs) this looks fucking horrible so i'm 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 not necessarily disappointed because i bought resident evil 8 just for resident evil 8 i I was not concerned with reverse
1: i forgot about reverse until they mentioned i remember I remember like I was like oh where's RE:VERSE coming in and it never came out the same day as Resident Evil 8 and then they yep. delayed it yep. and then, uh, then it's out and it's like damn.
0: Yeah. Um it's- and I think Capcom did that very intentionally because they knew that it was bad but um just just icing on the shit cake. Uh there is a battle pass with this game and yes you can spend real money on microtransactions in this game. Damn. Um so it is absolutely fucking terrible. The By far, by far the worst game I've played this year because Capcom's treating this as a standalone release. It's a separate download on your console. It's not accessed through the Resident Evil 8 menu or anything like that. It's a separate game download on your console. Damn. So I'm treating this as a separate game, and this is the worst of the year so far.
1: Yeah, that's. Well, it's a shame. Say I say least- I love Resident Evil. At least at least it's not like uh Resident Evil Three remake where, you know, they tacked in <laughs> when, when Resident Evil Three remake should have been the thirty dollars at launch, <laughs> thirty or forty dollars at right. launch and they put in that resistance mode that was like, eh, no, it's too much See, want... Yeah, what
0: that's a good point you mentioned that, yeah. Josh, because you're right that stupid resistance mode affected the quality of Resident Evil 3 Remake because yeah. they were made jointly. This reverse was made by a separate team of developers, so it didn't affect the quality of Resident Evil 8 whatsoever. Right. So, you know, we still got a banger. We still right. got a banger. And the $20 DLC comes packed with a shit ton of content. Literally, the Shadow of Rose is probably going to be worth the $20 by itself.
1: Right. Right. Um, and you get the mercenaries mode too, uh. Well, like with more with more additional characters. And, uh, I can't wait. Yeah. The only thing uh, I tried to test out the mercenaries mode and I was like, it mm. it, it doesn't have third person for mercenaries. I would have liked that, but it is what it is. I would like that too. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not a, no big deal, but uh, yeah, it's it, you know the, the all of this just gets me more excited for Resident Evil Four uh, when it happens next year.
0: <laughs> can't wait, March. March is gonna be. Dude, we got two Christmases coming up. We got Christmas in December, Christmas in March. Right. Cannot wait.
1: I, you know what? This reminds me. Um, Since we're talking about remakes, I saw a guy uh, on TikTok. He talked about this. I I, I for, I, I just saw his video because I know I follow him. I don't know if you follow him. but uh, What's his name? I, uh, I wish I knew his. F- I, I had to look up his name because uh, I'm going to find out for you. I'm going to find out for you. But basically... Well, what- yeah, he what talks, did he make a video? He he talked about um, remakes and uh, remasters if they're like hurting the industry. I think we I might. Agree. I think we might have. Well, it, it was more of a question if if it is hurting it or not. And uh, uh, I
0: think overall, yes, it is. Overall,
1: let me find it. Yeah, it's. And this was one of those things where like I, I, I wish I could find a video, kind of to, to, you know, to explain how he was was put it out there. Cause I, I think the way he was talking about, it, he was talking about like the value in the games or you know the re, remix or remasters in itself, as far as like pricing. Uh, he was talking well, about that is the
0: tricky thing, right? Yeah,
1: cause like in on one hand, I I, I do I, I don't like personally, I don't I I can't say like you know remix or remaster hurting it. It's like more of a case by case thing. If it's like Sure. For instance, like you know the 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 cash in on nostalgia. If that's hurting the industry, I say yeah, that is hurting it because it's just you know on one hand it's like you're not giving people. On one hand, it's like you're you're not ha- you're showing us that there's nothing much new out there. But on the other side of the spectrum, it's like. You know, the accessibility for older games is getting a lot more harder than need be before because some of these companies right. are not preserving the legacy of these old games. So, they don't, so sure. they don't, you know, they don't give gamers the option then to do <laughs> alleged things to get these <laughs> alleged games. Yeah. Allegedly.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. Josh, let me, let me draw a line in the sand then, because that is also a good point. So. Yeah here's 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 what i think is okay and what isn't okay good i think it is okay to re-release a place a native playstation 4 and xbox one version of resident evil 4 yeah with 60 frames per second and 1080p for 20 dollars mm. i do not think it's okay to remake the last of us and release it for 70 dollars um <laughs> yep with content removed from the original version of the game. Um, even though the, like it, it wasn't um, like, even though this is a remake in the sense that like the visuals and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say we're built from the ground up cause they didn't redo the mocap and everything like that. But, <laughs> right. Um, but um, it, like the, the, the visual tech was mainly rebuilt.
1: Yeah. Um, that's
0: it, not okay. And that, that, that is not good for the industry. in my here, opinion
1: But here's a funny thing about that. Cause he did, he did mention that too. So it's like, that game they say is built from the ground up i played the game all the way through its entirety and it okay. it is it is it, it doesn't like i mean they just. It, i'm not saying that it that it isn't rebuilt from the ground up but it's very identical to the other game like you're not it, it, like if you played the previous games before like you're you really ain't missing out on much like Sure, like the one thing that's different, like you know, the bench, uh, the workbench animations are taken straight from you know the Last of Us Two, uh, the old, you know, the user interface and how they organize things is from um uh, the Last of Us Part Two. But outside of that, like it's literally bar for bar the same game. It's just um not you know it's just the animations and face you know the cutscenes and everything else just looks. Amazing. Like you're paying seventy dollars just to look at a nice cutscene. Yeah. I, I hate to I it it, it, it it pains me to say it because I love it, but I have to be honest, like you're paying seventy dollars just for a nice ass cutscene. Yeah. For some people, it, man. You know, yeah. Whatever. For like for, for me, like I don't it, it you know, I, it, for me it doesn't bother me because I love the game, but for other people, that's like you, 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 you you're better off saving your money and wait till the game it's wait hard for the price drop. You know. It's a hard
0: sell, yeah. It, and, and and that game will have a price drop. Those right. games always drop in price.
1: And, and I, I want to bring up another point because the guy he did say he brought up one. He brought up another good example, like sure, uh, the, you know, Nintendo with the Super Mario 3D All Stars collections, right? I as much as I like it it was kind of bullshit how they handled that. Yeah. Uh, When, when you, when you could like, when he, when he also compared it to the crash, uh, insane trilogy where those games were like, I don't know. They were rebuilt from the ground up, but you could tell that it's visually, it's visually enhanced for modern technology, whatever.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. The three C the, the 3d all-stars collection was extremely lazy. It's one of the laziest Nintendo published products I have ever seen. Yeah. Yep. It's a shame. Those games are, um, uh, some of the greatest video games ever made. Right. Um, you know, you have 64, Sunshine, Galaxy. I think Sunshine's the weakest of the three, but, um. Right. Some people disagree with me. His
1: name, um, his name is Jacob M. Stevens. I just want to put it out there.
0: Okay. Jacob M. Stevens. Does he do, um, um, does he wear like a hat? It's like a white dude that wears a hat in his videos and he just talks. Okay. White dude wears a
1: hat with a goatee. Yeah.
0: So he made he made a video. Um, uh, Jacob M. Stevens is that is is that his TikTok handle? Yeah, so that's, 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 that's yeah,
1: yeah, that's his TikTok handle. Yep.
0: Um, I think he makes great videos, and I would love to have him on the podcast one day. Um, oh man! But <laughs> um, yeah, but he he um, he gets a bonus point from from me because he made a video that was like someone asked him what he thinks like the greatest games of all time, and I was like, oh, here we go.
1: <laughs> um, and
0: first one he goes easiest pick for greatest game of all time would be super mario galaxy and i was like this man gets it oh damn <laughs> this man fucking get he took the words right out of my mouth with mario galaxy he's just talking about how good <laughs> the level design is and i'm like all right we gotta have this guy. No, okay. And and
1: and <laughs> because I know
0: what people are thinking before any of y'all start thinking, no, I don't only want people on the podcast that agree with me. You know, Josh and I have disagreed plenty of times about stuff, but um you know, it's nice when when a co- when you're watching a video and the content creator is right. thinking exactly what you're thinking, right? He's like, I
1: have the same thoughts. <laughs> Yes, let's create
0: an echo chamber. <laughs> Bring only, on people, to the podcast. Yeah, only people that like Resident Evil 4 are allowed on the podcast. If you do not, not like podcast. Resident Evil 4, you are banned. We're
1: <laughs> Exile. Away with me. Yeah. Get away from here. We don't want you on the podcast. <laughs> yeah,
0: you are banned permanently
1: um
0: <laughs> that's gonna be a slogan yeah.
1: bring them on to the park <laughs> yes yeah.
0: Gr- great account though great account um jacob mc uh, i'm I'm glad you looked up and found the guy because he's uh yeah yeah he makes he makes really good like general opinion video game
1: yeah and uh, yeah videos. and it's like yeah we wanted to shout him up but yeah i thought i thought it was yeah. a good question because i was like this is interesting because like yeah because like i think yeah remakes it's like it's one of those for me it's like and that's why it's important for like people to speak for themselves and not for you know you know Definitely. what you think. It's like for me, it's like it's kind of like it is and it isn't. But like it, it you know, it, you know, if it's if it's done in good taste, I have a problem with it. But at the same time, too, you know, to look at things objectively, it does come off like there's nothing but remixes remasters lately. Like nostalgic yeah. is just say cash. You it, fuck it. It, it. it is a cash grab. It, it, you yeah. know, it's, it, it, you know, people love to cash in on Nostalgic. and at the same time, too, we love to we love to invest money because nostalgia give you know it's a, it's a good feeling. It makes us feel great about our yeah. inner child inside. It, you know, you know, nothing wrong with that. But it's just it's how you do it in taste when you're trying to you know profit off of people's love for nostalgia. If mm. you're going to do you know a respectable, enhanced remake, remaster you know reimagining or port whatever do it in good taste but if you're going to do a cash grab on it we're going to call you on your bullshit like there's so many go ahead (laughs) this
0: is this is how we prevent the game industry from becoming like hollywood we don't want it to become like the movie and uh, like the movie and film industry where everything is either a sequel or a remake Mm -hmm. you know we don't want that like gamers love new ips gamers love new ideas and we don't want new ideas relegated to only the indie industry right now which yeah. is kind of how things have been feeling recently <laughs> honestly um but you know i mean that's that's going to kind of be an ongoing discussion um, oh man uh for a while and i definitely um agree with josh that i think it is more um taking i think looking at most things on a case by case basis is the right call. I still think that overall it's probably harming the industry. Yeah, but, um, I
1: mean, yeah, I, mean t- I mean, on paper, it, it feels like it.
0: <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I get it. Um,
1: yeah. Cause but, it's like, cause like, damn, we getting Dead space next year, silent hill next yep. year. But then I'm hearing yep. that it's going to be PS five only, which some people were pissed off about, but it's like, Hey man, I mean, listen, uh, <laughs> I'm not for exclusive. I'm I'm not, I'm not, for bragging about exclusives, but like Mac Microsoft is trying to acquire Activision, they're trying to get the back, yeah. so um, <laughs> can li- yeah. Y'all they're can live without. It. Y'all can live without one game. <laughs> so, um, the
0: thing about like I just want to clarify because people might ask. Uh oh. Um, yes. Silent Hill 2 is a PlayStation console exclusive. It's launching day and date on PC, but I want to make everyone aware Mm -hmm. um, the recommended specifications, because it's a next-gen-only game, are very high for PC. So make sure you go on Steam and look at those recommended specifications. A lot of people's PCs are not going to be able to run this game. I'm just going to be totally real with you. Um, it's, It's got some hefty, hefty recommended specs for this game both cpu and gpu wise
1: it's looking juicy (laughs) yeah they're
0: they're definitely like this is a you know however you feel about silent hill 2 regardless this is a true next gen game it needs actual next gen hardware to run so the newer set of consoles because it's going to come to xbox series consoles eventually Mm -hmm. but um you know ps5 or or high-end pcs um and actually Josh, I'm the king of segues. Uh Uh-oh. You know I am. (laughs) Josh is talking about Silent Hill 2, a game that has a great opening. Yeah. And this is what I really wanted to talk about today because playing Bayonetta 3 made me think about this. Uh Uh-oh. What are the greatest video game intros or greatest video game openings of all time? And I want to get some of the obvious picks out of the way first. Yes, you, um, you asked
1: the wrong, you you definitely asked the wrong guy on that because you don't know, I don't I don't think you are aware of how I, I don't think you are aware of the question you just asked me because I can give you a laundry list of games that have la- great uh, openings.
0: Yeah, so I, I <laughs> sir, are you aware of the gravity of the situation you just this, created?
1: This is going to be like a, oh, oh my god! I, I can just go ahead.
0: <laughs> so Josh, let let me get some of the obvious ones out of the way. Okay, God of War three. Is the first one that comes to most people's mind. Um, scaling Mount Olympus, like the game, literally starts with you scaling Mount Olympus on on. Um, yeah. On on Gaia, it's constantly brought up as one of the biggest, um, uh, insane openings in video game history, and for yeah. good reason.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And,
0: yeah. Um It highlights one of my big disappointments with God of War twenty eighteen was that that insane sense of scale was just lost in god of war 2018 um, right and i want to be clear god of war 2018 is a uh, fucking incredible game right but when it comes to scale when it comes to insane shit happening on your screen god of war 3 is the king when it comes to that aspect so mm-hmm. wanted to get that one out of the way because that's one of the ones that everyone is thinking right now um silent hill 2 as we just talked about very iconic opening in my restless dreams i see that town silent hill you know those words are fucking iconic it's it's it that moment sets the tone for the entire rest of the game so fucking well Mm -hmm. um so that's another obvious one and um bayonetta 2 is brought up very frequently as well um bayonetta 3 has a crazy opening but i still think bayonetta 2 has the best opening in um in in the franchise, absolutely batshit insane of Bayonetta shopping in yeah. uh in in a dress in a city, and then all of a sudden crazy shit starts happening. Um, <laughs> just demons are killed, angels are killed, ass is shown. I'm here for it. That's great franchise, <laughs> great franchise. Um, but Josh, what is maybe? You know, outside of the the big ones that I just talked about that are very obvious picks, um, um <laughs> what what
1: what do you have on your mind? Like, what is a game opening that's always stuck with you? So there's there's like two types for me. So there's right. Usually one of my favorites is like because I play a lot of fighting games and the openings. Oh okay. So openings. Okay, like I want to hear this. Like for for me, like when it comes to openings, like it's more of like not like like a cutscene, but more like like an intro, like to get you hype of what the game you're playing. So yes. I think like one that comes to mind like iconic ones uh if you have like the Street Fighter 2 intro you know uh, it's a basic, in- it's a basic intro. You know, it's the. But it sets the tone. Yeah, and then and then you see the controversial clip of a white dude punching the black dude. It was very controversial at the time.
0: Oh, was it? I didn't, I didn't know there was controversy around that. Some
1: controversy. Oh,
0: dog! Capcom
1: probably accidentally did that. and They're like, oh shit! And then and then they change. They put a white guy in there. <laughs> like- oh no! No fucking way! Are you kidding? <laughs> i No fucking way. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait to edit that one. <laughs> oh my god but, uh, <laughs> jesus
0: i had no idea that that was an actual controversy
1: it was a little bit it's like hey he punched the show that black dude that ain't right <laughs> but then uh, um then there's like Super Street Fighter Two, and it's the it's, this one is very iconic. It's the one I, don't, I think it's Street Fighter Two Turbo, I'm not mistaken. But it's it's the one, either or it's the one where uh, Ryu is kind of like bouncing or whatever. Oh and, yes,
0: that's the one I know. Yeah,
1: and that's the one with the lightning. You know, it's, it's the lightning effect, and then like yes. you see like the full portrait, and then you see him does like the Hadoken. Like that's another one that's very iconic. Um, yes, uh, another one for me, like for fighting games, like one that gives me hyped. Uh, is the opening to Super Smash Bros. Melee? Um, I have uh, you know, out of out of all the Super Smash Bros. Like Super Smash Bros. Brawl is another one that's a great opening too. But I think like Melee for me is the one that gives you so hype and it's invigorating, and. You know, like it, it, it's very cinematic, it's very anime openness, like, and oh you just oh,
0: god, yeah, and,
1: and you just get in the mood. Like, they just like going from like Super Mario 64 to like Melee, like, they just ramp shit up to 11. They're like, Yeah, you thought you liked Super Smash Bros. 64, you ain't seen shit yet. This is good. yeah, <laughs> and then you know, that's cool. And then, you know, with Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U and then the Ultimate, like. The openings are cool, but I never I was never a big fan of it because they were using like footage from the game and it wasn't like right you know, fr- it wasn't like fresh footage like, you know, something created that's like that gets you hyped up and such. Yeah.
0: Like a handmade animation. Right. No, I totally get it, dude. Relase right. is, is so right. fire. And and you know what's funny, Josh, when I initially posed this question, I wasn't thinking about fighting games because fighting games don't have an introductory level. They right. have a literal opening right like an opening scene right that if you wait on the menu long enough that plays like that's a right. fighting games version of your opening level
1: i like that, that it's the little things like granted in these days and time fighting games don't do that no more it's just no. basic press start and get to go to the screen um yep. another one i like there's this one that's probably the iconic so you know the soul caliber series is one that's you know that's a great franchise um Like my personal favorite is like Soul Calibur two, the opening to that one that gets me hyped up. But the best opening cutscene in that series, in my opinion, is like the Soul Edge opening, aka Soul Blade in America. If you ever get a chance, go look up the Soul Blade opening or Soul Edge, and just play it on YouTube and just watch it. That shit is anime as fuck. There hasn't been no other fighting game opening that has surpassed that in my personal opinion. In fact, uh, the content creator, uh, Maximilian, a dude, if I say his name, correctly, oh, yeah. yeah. he says that's one of the best opening uh, to a fighting games all, of all time. And I absolutely agree with him because that's just like it, 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 hits, it hits all the no scenario thing. It's invigorating. You introduce these characters, the culture and what's going on around them and such. It hits every check note right. And it's something that's amazing. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could keep going, but you we know, don't. I
0: got to look uh, that up, man.
1: Yeah, but like, I gotta there's, look that up. You know, another one, like, even like the Dragon Ball uh the Budokai games have good a cool opening oh, baby too.
0: I was waiting for you to bring that yeah. shit
1: up. I think like for me, like, I think Dragon Ball Budokai 2 had a great opening. Yes, uh, that's yeah. my favorite yeah, too. That that's probably one that has like a great opening. Uh I was never a fan of the Tenkaichi one for that one reason. It was the, when they did the whole 3D opening, it was the scene where I yeah. fucking hate to see stuff to this day. It's cringeworthy. It was the part where Goku and Vegeta are fighting in 3D models. And there was a part where there's like a break to, where you see like Goku and Vegeta do like this head thing. And it's very weird. It's, just, it's where like they're this,
0: smiling at each other. Yeah,
1: it's like a. it's like a. It's like a, it's like a yeah, it's like a hip hop yeah. animation or smiling, I know and it's what just, you're talking it's, about. its its so cringe. It's so cringe. It's awful,
0: dude. It's, and
1: and and the 3D
0: graphics are so bad yeah. in the in the animation. It's, it's
1: it's bad.
0: It's so it's so like ugh, I never want to look at that. Like Budokai 2 was hand drawn, like a a hand drawn, like, hand done like, opening. Yeah. Yeah, and in the and, new and, Dragon Ball animation,
1: and the, the and the music was amazing too. God. You know that, that was, I still play the music to this day, when I'm on uh at work as such, so that's another good one. I mean, yep. dude, I mean, Nia me, had to say like Tekken. Tekken Three is another one that, in my opinion, Tekken Three is the best so, has the best opening to a fighting game of all time. I mean, better better than the Soul Edge one you're talking about. Uh shit, I may be, well in it well better in, in the best in the Tekken franchise. Let me say that correctly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, cuz um, I was about to say you just said that one was. Yeah, yeah, no. T- take, taking 3 is this one. It's uh, Tekken 3 out of all the Tekken games. Like I love Tekken 5's opening cutscenes. Uh Tekken 7 is cool, but like Tekken 3 is the one for the same reason like I like the Soul Edge one is the fact that it's invigorating you have no idea what's going on. It's just nothing but pure badassery when you see that opening like and then the, what, what makes it cool was the fact that you had that music too it's very 90s techno but who gives a shit it's for it's the pitch. fucking vibe
0: you Dude, know that's tekken man
1: yeah like we gotta have that yeah when, as soon as you see hey hachi rising in a helicopter trying to figure what's going on like he just sets the tone like yeah he ain't fuck oh hey hachi ain't fucking around shit's no. about to get real <laughs> yeah and then um you know I mean, I, I could keep going about these, you know, these uh fighting games. No, those game. are good picks. Though, yeah, th- man. Th- 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 those are great. Um, outside of that, um, far as opening, that's like not based on traditional uh fighting games. Yeah, give me, think,
0: give me one that isn't a fighting game. Give I, me like what it, what you would pick as your iconic opening for like a, a like a standard. I game.
1: got. Oh, I got it. Uh, Final Fantasy Seven. The, the bombard oh. mission the the bomb the bombard uh the bombard uh we call it the mission, I mean uh it starts maker or OG Which both one? both of them oh, both okay. both of them I mean original for one too because it's just um I mean it starts off you see arrows just walking around Midgard or whatever then the screen pans out and then you get the Final Fantasy opening you know w- yeah kinda... And then, then you see like the train tracks come in or whatever. And then here comes Barrick jumping out. And here comes Cloud. He jumps off the fucking train. And then the and it start. It's just as soon as soon as you start playing as Cloud, it's just it goes from zero to hundred real quick. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think it, I think that's another popular pick. Yeah, that's that's another one. Now this one might. Go over some people's heads. I mean if you if you know this game, you know definitely what I'm talking about. But for me personally, like probably one of the best video game openings I've seen. I'm not saying the best of all time, but one of the best for me personally, it's like Unimusha 3. Hmm. And you had to check out the opening cutscene on that one. Uh basically you know, uh, there's a character named Sumanosuke. He's basically on some kind of, you know, demon airship or whatever. And there's demons all over the place. Like, the shit is on some, like, Lord of the Rings type of material. And he goes up in there, and he's just doing what he does best. And he's, like, infiltrating. He's getting attacked by all sorts of demons, too. It's it's intense. I'm not going to lie then it is a six minute opening by the way i'm just like you know it's a six minute opening <laughs> he gets in and you know he finds the main room where i guess he's trying to you know take out some kind of villain or whatever I, I can't remember exactly who he was but basically he you know he does his job before he does so he gets to fight like two henchmen of his it's on some video game you know sub boss type of shit so he's fighting these two dudes and in the main you know honcho he's all like, "Hey." Leave him be. Let let me fight this guy. So he fights him, and then it's just an intense fight. And uh, I I, like me describing it. I'm not doing it just by describing. You had to see for yourself. but we yeah. encourage
0: people to watch like yeah. check out these openings for yourself.
1: If you're in, like, I'm going to go watch the soul edge one yeah. um, after we're done. Yeah. Like the, the only Musha three one, like you, you had to see for, for yourself because it's the one that has that act, that French actor in it. I think John Jean, 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 I forgot his name is though. Oh, a Jean-Claude Van Damme. Not him. No, definitely not him. It's uh, he did this. I think we call Leon or Matilda. If I'm not mistaken. He's a, he's a French actor. Uh, Let me make sure. I'm going to look it up as we're talking. Uh, It's the... I am talking. We are talking, ladies and gentlemen. His name is... (laughs) Oh, my fucking God. No. Drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. John, John Reno. Okay. I've never heard of him. He was in... Damn. I'm trying to look. He was in the Mission Impossible movies. He was in Godzilla... He was in ah man. He's a pretty famous actor. Yeah, he was in the Da Vinci Code. I mean, I don't know if if, if, if you see the if you if you see the opening, you're like, oh, they, they put the actor in this game. That's pretty cool. But yeah, it, yeah, it's it's a it's a good game, man. Um, as far I of a great opening, I'm trying to yeah. think of any, I'm trying to think of any others. But like, I'm glad you mentioned God of War Three because the opening to that game is pretty is pretty yeah, fun. It's fucking insane. That's yeah. like one of the ones people always bring up. Yeah, um, that's God that's, of War Three. Yeah, that, that's one of a great opening. I'm trying to think of any others.
0: Well, I got um, I got a couple because like I just got the the generic ones out of the way. I'm gonna go with like probably my most obscure pick. Yeah, I would say is Ikaruga. Um, Ikaruga. Ikaruga is a old school style shoot 'em up. I know that game. Yeah, Ikaruga is one of the most solid openings to a game um I've ever played. They give you like like four lines of this really out there dialogue or like, you know, text, like, just like, you're the only one that can save us. Like truth. Truth is the opposite of darkness. Like just this very complex, obscure stuff. Yeah. Your ship just takes off, gets in the thing. Music just dials up to 11 and <laughs> the game just fucking starts. Like it, it's so cool. It It's so solid that that opening stage is awesome zero ranger is another shoot 'em up with a fucking awesome opening um and yeah those are like the two that um kind of stuck with me uh that that aren't like one of the picks that people always go to i think i think the opening for super mario galaxy is nice where you are going to the star festival at peach's castle yeah um I think I I think that's a pretty good opening too. And a lot of people
1: like Mario Sunshine's opening. You know what?
0: Because um
1: Yeah. You know what? It was funny you say that. I can't believe I I didn't I didn't mention Resi before. It had a good opening.
0: Yeah. I didn't I didn't mention Resi before just was, just because I was like we have <laughs> like people are going to be like, you talk about Resio 4 every episode. Shoot,
1: we're going to keep talking yeah. about it. I don't give a <laughs> shit. We're going to talk about it every
0: fucking week up up until the remake. Uh, I don't give a shit. But, you know what? I know
1: one game has a good opening. Uh, mm-hmm. uh GoldenEye007. Oh, yeah. Very simple, yeah. too. It's a very simple opening. <laughs> yeah. I And and I
0: feel like for some games, this, like you know you can have one thing where it's a like god of war or bayonetta 2 where it's yeah. just absolute spectacle on yeah. the screen for like from from the start of the game just right from the get-go but there's other games where the simpler the opening the better kind of thing yeah like um you know world 1-1 super mario bros is a, mm-hmm. is a perfect example um shit i just had another one that i was thinking of um
1: <laughs> Green Hill Zone.
0: Duke, Duke, yeah. Duke Nukem 3D has a great opening. Um,
1: um, Doom. To the, for the very first Doom.
0: First Doom. Um, Doom 2016 is cool where you like you're getting unshackled from that imprisonment. Oh where my god. they imprison god. the Doom Slayer. What That's is, fucking is awesome. That, is
1: that the one that had the narration It was like even Doom Eternal had a good opening yeah. too. Yeah, Doom Eternal had a good yeah, against so against those that are wherever he says. It. <laughs> yeah, it's like
0: some 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 deep sounding shit about the Doomslay, then you just pop up and start killing shit. <laughs> rip so you, and they tear. They know what they're about. <laughs> yeah, rip and tear. Then
1: you get up. All right, who am I fucking up first? So yeah. Uh, you know, um Spider-Man 2018 had a good opening too. Hmm. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was, uh, I, 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 I mean, I played it. It's basically, uh, his, he's Peter in his apartment and then he, you know, he gets the radio call that there was like, you know, trouble going on in the city. So he gets ready and such and he, and then he gets suited up and he jumps out the window. And as soon as you jump out of his apartment window ever, that's when you start swinging at him. And then you have like this cool song playing in the background that's just, you know, sets up the mood for what the vibe is. And then after you swing around, that's when you get into the whole uh, fight of uh, Fist's, uh, you know, oh, army fist. and everything. Yes. And then, and then when you you take care of the bad guys, you go into the headquarters and everything. And then, you know, you, and then you fight Fist as the, you know, the boss battle right from the jump, you know? Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, that, that one sets the mood. <laughs>
0: yeah i think that's um honestly the spider-man game back on n64 and ps1 also oh, had, like that that was a good game that was actually a good game
1: yeah so i think of any others i think batman arkham city had a good opening too yeah, Ooh, batman. yeah. i got
0: one yeah metroid prime metroid yeah. prime on the gamecube had a really good introductory yeah. stage where you fight the parasite queen
1: oh yeah Oh yeah!
0: Yeah, you know oh, what I'm talking about.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, right at the jump. Yeah, it's straight to the point. Yeah, I like that. Yeah,
0: I mean, you, you just you see Samus can, you come
1: in on the ship. You can even say Super Metroid as a good opening. I actually think Super Metroids might be better now that
0: I think of it because it has the, um, uh, you know, the last Metroid is in captivity. The galaxy is at peace, and then it starts playing metro the the super metroid theme and yeah. then um you just see samus's visor and it's going over all the lore shit and then they yeah. drop you oh yeah actually i think that might be the best metroid intro is super metroid now right. that i think about it <laughs> jesus that one is so badass and and it and it's and it really kind of sets a dark tone for what is about to happen
1: right yeah, that's, yeah a that, that's a good one. I'm I'm trying to think of any others. I mean uh okay, this is I mean this is for this is for you. But uh okay. a, 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 and for me too. I mean Donkey Kong Country. Oh yeah. That was, Oh yeah. That one that I, I can hear that song right now and that will put yep. me in a good mood.
0: Yep. That's my <laughs> comfort game. Is yeah. Donkey Kong Country one.
1: Yeah, that that will put me in the mood cuz I I start dancing for no I start dancing like I was DK2. <laughs>
0: dude yeah because like you have cranky kong and it's like the old donkey kong music and then dk comes in with the boom box
1: <laughs> the remix yeah. oh it's so cool uh, man, that's
0: such a damn good game man
1: yeah like there's so there's so many um like there, there's so there's so many uh great uh music and open opening scenes too. i'm trying to think of any others but like yeah there's, there's just so many some of the mario sports games had really good openings
0: like that it would true. be like um Mario Tennis for the GameCube I think had this whole animation where like Bowser was training Wario and Waluigi yeah. to beat Mario and Luigi in the tournament and it was like this like a training arc in an anime or some shit it was crazy <laughs> um all for like a sports game like those those were so cool and, and I always thought they added a ton of personality to the characters um, I wish they would still do like really crazy uh animations like that for the sports games
1: you know what i got two i got two more uh i know you don't care about these games but i was just okay. giving a shout out uh, it's uh <laughs> call of duty 2 and call of duty yeah. 4 they they, they actually had those are the only two games that come to mind that have really great openings um i I'm mean talking about call of duty 2 like the not modern warfare 2 right like og call of duty og 2. call of duty 2 and okay. call of Duty 4 is like would be the original modern warfare 1 but yeah those like yeah. those those are like two thousand uh two thousand five two thousand seven games for the three sixty. Those are those two games that had a great opening. Call of Duty two is a great opening because it I mean for like you know historical vibes you know based on World War two and stuff like that. It has like that Saving Private Ryan kind of, type of thing uh, right. for people who are into like you know historical war and stuff like that. So like it really gives you like the like when you hear the music. That goes around with the opening, like it 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 it, it gives like a oh, different okay. kind of feel for it. And then like Modern Warfare, uh, you know, one or Call of Duty four. I mean, that's a great opening too, because Lyria says, "What do they say in the opening? Like fifty thousand, yeah, fifty thousand people used to live here. Now it's oh, a ghost town, and that's right. based on you know Chernobyl. And then that opening, just like since this day, that opening still gives me hype to this day. And they and Modern any. Any call of duty game, they have not done any openings like that. In my personal opinion, like you know, that gets you hyped to play it. Like those are the, one of those openings that I never skipped.
0: <laughs> it it's hard to recapture the magic sometimes.
1: Yeah, and is it and that's the thing, and and, and, I'm, and I'm glad you brought this up because with video game openings be like, you know, as far as like you know, opening cutscenes that get people into the game versus like opening scenes before you play the game itself. Like I wish more game developers have you know thought out opening um scenes before you get to the menu or for or just you know screens where if you want to sit around a menu and just wait for something to pop up that'd be cool because i i I used to do that for like halo 2 back then and i would would sit through the menu screen just to see you know the cutscenes play out and that would keep me hyped up as well (laughs) yeah
0: you should make a video on that topic best video game openings i feel like you could make a good tiktok about that or maybe like a, a longer form youtube video
1: Oh, I would, but then my dad would get on my ass about that cuz he makes videos too. So I'm like, wait, your dad makes content." And I'm like, "Does he?" Yeah, he does, but I don't want to. But then again, it's like if I start, see, that's how well, well, that's too late now cuz now people are going to find out who my dad is, and they're going to try to, yeah. you know, "Oh, so your son, so 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 your son makes content." I just want to tell you like, I, "I don't like you because your son sucks." Fuck that. Guy. <laughs> wait, does do, does your dad know you make shit? No, he he knows uh, I make videos okay. and such. You know, um, like uh, you know, he gets on me all the time. Like, yo, son, check out my new video, man. Check out my new sub video, man. He, it's like I know. I'm like, you know, I'd be so caught up with work and such, and like, yeah, or like he, like he he, he like he gives me crap because uh, he you know, I told him that I was working on a Dreamcast video. I've been working on it for two years, but off and on. Damn. But yeah, boy, it's not like I've been working on it like you know, every day you, or whatever. It's just like, yeah. you know, there's, it's just stuff happening in between that. I haven't got the chance to finish it yet. Like it's, right. it's nearly done. I just had, you know, I just, you know, I, you know, I had to like re, you know, since so much time has passed, I had to like remix some things up. But basically my dad's like, I'm still waiting on my Dreamcast video. When you go, you gonna bring me that Dreamcast video, son. I'm still I'm still waiting on that. When are you gonna bring in the drink cast, man? You've been holding <laughs> up for me for two years. When when's it coming, son? I'm yeah. like, I know it's coming. I'm gonna do it i am I'm gonna do it justice. You know, I just I, you know I just need more I just need more free time and, and peace of mind. That's all I need.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um now speaking of uh speaking of free time, we did say at the beginning, uh Josh, I think I I'm cool with wrapping up if you are
1: yeah i think i am too but yeah, yeah. this was a good episode for, for best openings because like i, I was saying when, as soon as he said that he got me very nostalgic i was like oh my yeah. god he there's a lot of
0: nostalgic games um <laughs> that have good openings but um honestly we appreciate you guys hanging We're with listening. us this was kind of like an abbreviated uh, i got got a lot going on this weekend so um kind of threw this together at the last minute but we hope you still enjoyed the episode. Um, we do have some cool stuff lined up for future episodes um, yes, sir. as we finally crossed the 20 episode barrier for the Time Attack Gaming Podcast. As always, you can reach us at Time uh, TimeAttackGamingPodcast at com, or you can message us on TikTok and uh, see how we're doing. Ask any questions and uh, maybe we'll <laughs> ask your questions in future episodes and we'll talk about it there. Um, but as always, guys, we appreciate you um, so you much. Love you very much, and we will see you next week for episode 21. Peace. Peace.